Danny. And I'm your crime scene criminal and witnesses, Bill. This is part five of The Virtual Victim. In part four, we discovered the identity of commenter Righteous Lemon as Dave's downstairs neighbor, Sarah, who has some boundary issues. We also discovered that according to Sarah, on the night of the murder, she saw a person wearing a dark GamerCon hoodie arrive twice, but leave once. And she told us how after sneaking into Dave's party two weeks ago, she witnessed him fight with the caterers over some lost keys. Caterers like Josh Yang? Of course, Josh is a caterer. I have it written right there. <laughs> oh, I can't believe that that didn't grab me right away. You said the word caterer so many times. I said there caterer were knowing so many looks times. in there. I said caterer and I raised an eyebrow like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't actually for people at home. And he figured that out all on their lonesome. So what are you going to do? Are you going to does this mean you're going to rush straight to Josh's house and grasp him by the collar and say, "Where is she?" What's the plan? Right. Well, this is all very fascinating information, but I have a couple of other paths that I really want to pursue. Sure. Before I just go and grab Josh by the collar and ask what he's <laughs> up to. His story I want to figure out from afar. Danny, I don't know if this made the, ed- the, the, the last episode or not. Danny has a goal to <laughs> solve this whole murder without ever talking to Joshua Yang. I just think he's a fun character to leave off camera, much as he was during the initial stream. True. Uh, we're, we're learning about him. We still know exactly who he is. He's not being forgotten by any means. Now, we acquired a hard drive last time. Yes, you did acquire uh, a hard drive. Not the mystical missing hard drive, but that's okay. I'm very interested in this one. I would like to go to a secure location, hack-proof, virus-proof, and examine this hard drive a little bit. All right, so you take the hard drive back to your hard drive lab. Yep. The HQ, which stands for Hard HD Drive HQ. Quarters. The HD, H, the HDD, HQ of D. Beautiful. And you try and figure out what's on it. Now, I will admit to having a little bit of lack of technical knowledge here. I know this is a thing, but I don't know how it would present itself to you. Okay. But after some analysis, you find something pretty good. You, oh, no. Gonna, we're going to have to test your, your morals. I'm not quite sure what it's you do with It's a coin wallet, sort of isn't it? It is a Bitcoin-filled hard drive. Oh, boy, filled. With, let's say $4.5 million Goodness of gracious. Bitcoin. This is an intense Bitcoin hard drive. You know, you hear those stories of, like, you know, man throws out hard drive mm. that had $250 million of Bitcoin on it, and then just they're searching through mm. the rubble trying to find it. Not quite $250 million, but... There's maybe $4 million worth of Bitcoin on this hard drive. This is interesting. So I don't know if you've told the police that you uncovered this evidence. Maybe you can just uh, not have it as part of the investigation. That's up to you. I'm not going to make a call on what you do with the no, money. No, that's, that's law for the fan fiction. I don't have to make that decision. <laughs> that, that's all off screen. People can decide at home what you think Danny does in the end of the mystery with this hard drive. But there is $4 million of we Bitcoin on this hard drive. We have heard slight words that he was a bit of a crypt bro this day. So that's not utterly surprising. Ian, not something that got stolen. If people were just... If whoever was after him knew that he just had hard drives of crypto, I guess maybe if they were in a rush, they would have just grabbed the first one they saw and then run off. But maybe they would have tried a little harder as well and actually ended up finding this one. Because this was, even though it was a bit buried, it was still in his drawers. Where Mm. they could have definitely, and I believe did, have a bit of a rummage through. So once again, useful 
to know, don't really know what I can surmise from that immediately, especially considering the other hard drive that is missing. I suppose I should be asking, is that going to be some crypto stuff as well? Eh, it was a very different hard drive and didn't really give off the impression of necessarily being his. I mean, we already know that he was potentially stealing programming stuff. I don't know if that means it should be more or less likely that he's also stealing Bitcoin hard drives. An interesting question. Yeah, so I suppose that's what it is right now. Uh, boring HD equals coin money. Oh, I thought you were saying it was boring because it had Bitcoin in it. <laughs> I was like, that's a bit of an odd reaction to $4 million. That's no, a boring one. No, you mean it wasn't decorated? Yeah, this was it wasn't the plain fancy one. Yes. I don't think there's anything else that I need to examine in my HDL lab, right? Yeah, or uh, the hard drive lab. No, yeah, I don't yeah. think so. I think that was about it. It's just good to know it gets put aside for the moment. And again, like you denied me last time. <laughs> what did I deny? I sleep for a while until daytime. You finally sleep. Yep. You can refill your energy tracker. You can, you can, if, it's a, if it's a comfy bed, you can have an entire extra heart. Oh, fabulous. Because what I want to do at this point is go and investigate Gunpoint Games. You'd like to go to the Gunpoint Games headquarters? If they indeed have them, yes. They don't. The company shut down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So it's just gone? It's gone. Oh, boy. It that's... split up at, it, a little bit after Dave left. Mm. Uh, it was not doing brilliantly well, and the whole company went under. All right. Assume I give it a good Google, and then I do my best to track down specifically this Emily Shade person. You can try and track down Emily Shade. You, you do is that see, even her real name? You do, it is her real name. Okay. You do see that she was a, an employee at Gunpoint Games, and you see that she's made a few games since then. She I has am. her own little production company. It's called Emily Shade. Mm-hmm. In fact, you've, you've already uh, talked about one of the games that Emily Shade made. Ah, oh, the one with the silly name? Yes. Do you remember it? Verge told you about the game A Gun Fired by the Soul is Precious to Me. <laughs> which was a Shattered Worlds uh, rip-off mm. game that Emily Shade actually released as their first project oh, uh, yeah. after was, leaving Gunpoint Games. What was the sort of time span, time difference between that? And... It wasn't too long yeah. after Shattered Worlds released originally. Which is quite something considering how big a game Shattered Worlds was and presumably how long it took to make. Mm. Presumably this one also took quite some time to make. But it's just the zeitgeist, right? It's just the zeitgeist. <laughs> Let's find but you can her. Find is she her local? Address. Uh, she is also local. Mm -hmm. She's living in a far, far less fancy sort of an apartment. She's actually further out on the uh, outskirts of town. She has a little house. You get the address and uh, you can head right over. Perfect. Sounds like a plan. You get in your tiny little three-wheel car I'll and you it. putt along all the way out it's to the outskirts powered, of right? town. Foot, yeah, the, the wheels don't car. do that much. And you head out to the outskirts of town. Great. You could use that $4 million of Bitcoin. <laughs> you see a house is a small but nice enough house on the outskirts of town. Little brick house. Very flat. Has a small garden at the front. Not much growing there. You head up the stairs and you can knock on the door. Tell me about this. Presumably Emily who opens it. She's a bit of a disheveled looking person. The picture that keeps jumping into my head is Doc Ock it's from me. Spider Verse? It's me, isn't it? Or you? Or you? It's Look either at me. you or the Spider Verse Doc Ock. 
That's uh, pretty she has cool. I'll take large, that. sort of frizzy hair, big or a bit Trelawney-ish. Big glasses. I will aspire to look like that in a few years. Yeah, she's wearing a long sort of sweater that goes down to about knee length, uh, kind of cardigan sweater thing. Ah, oh, those look so comfy. I know, right? I like. I, she's my favourite person. <laughs> uh, and she opens the door and she looks at you with an odd expression. She doesn't seem like she knows who you are. I don't know if you called ahead to warn her that the police were coming or whatever it is you are. Mm. She says, um, can I help you? Yeah, yeah. Look, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, there's been some drama that sort of rattled the game industry lately. And quite frankly, I need to do a lot of research. Found your name. Thought maybe you could tell me some things to fill in some of the blanks I've got. Uh, oh, um, no. No as in you don't have anything to give me or no, you just don't want to? The first one. Oh, you can't tell me anything about the game industry? If I could, I'd have a more successful career. Think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, bye. She starts to close the door. <laughs> I can't react fast enough to do anything oh, about it. Oh, the door it. closes. Yeah. This was a bust. Um, I guess I, I'm just going to sort of sit there looking confused and hope that she takes pity on me. You That'll sit there. eventually. The sun goes down. I don't have anywhere to out. be. The sun comes up and down and up and down. Weeks pass. No, no. So you're sitting out. She's closed the door. You wait a little while. You, not, not days and days. You wait a little bit. And the door opens again. And Emily says, okay, well, look, I don't want you sitting out there all day. Why don't you come in and we can, and we can talk a little bit? Yes, excellent. That's all I want. Great. So she leads you inside, and inside the house, it's, again, it's not a huge house. There's a little kitchen, little living room. We don't need to go too much into the specifics of everything that's it's in there. Does it look like she lives alone? Looks like she lives alone. Mm-hmm. The house is a little bit cluttered, but it is quite colourful in here. Mm. Uh, Decoration-wise, you see a lot of, uh, like, the couch is a bright yellow couch, and it's covered in, like, blue and red throws and blankets and things. Great. That's what you want to hear. You sit down at the table, and as you sit, you notice one other thing with colour. Mm-hmm. An artwork oh. on the wall. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, not quite what I was... I know it's not exactly what you're looking for. Yeah. But the pattern, the, the pattern on this painting, mm-hmm. to your memory, and you could get your phone out of your pocket <laughs> and slightly look, matches the hard drive that was on... Dave Table, the missing, non-boring hard drive. Yeah, excellent. Is there a small rectangle missing where it looks like something could slot in and out? <laughs> not quite. It's not going to, if you put the hard drive in here, it doesn't oh. open a secret base. <laughs> no, but okay, clearly good to know. Her <laughs> name's Shade. <laughs> what, because of all the colour? Yeah. Okay. The colour existed before the name. Oh. And Emily sits you down and she says, well, who, who are you? What do you do? I uh, tell uh, the truth. Tell the truth? Yep. All right. Uh, She says, oh, so what are you investigating, investigator? You know what? It doesn't matter, really. I'm going to keep telling the truth. If she has nothing to do with it, then great. She'll be a bit more forthcoming. Ideally, I'll learn some things. If she's guilty, she already knows. So it doesn't matter anyway. So I'm still going to be truthful. I'll tell her everything. Not everything. I'll tell the important bits <laughs> that is appropriate to know. She looks at you. She narrows her eyes and she says, 
I don't want to talk about Dave LeCompte. So I don't think I have anything to say to you. I'm not asking you to talk about Dave specifically, but also, fair enough, been getting some weird backstory on this guy from what I've seen. Look, everybody in the gaming industry is the same. They're all self-absorbed idiots. Whoa, strong language there. Yes, they're all a bunch of dummies, a bunch of... Just, just don't even talk okay. to those just, just play the heads. sound effects, just play the beeps. <laughs> uh, there's no beeps to beep. Yeah, interesting. She says, I wouldn't trust those gum nuts as whoa, far whoa, as I whoa. can throw them. Hold on, the kids might be able to hear. I don't have any kids. All my life I've devoted to games. I've got nothing to show for it. And yet that's the strongest language you can use for Dave? And the gaming industry as a whole? I don't like to swear. My father was a minister. <laughs> Those kids are the swearingest of them all. Anyway. So you seem to have lost a lot of confidence, not just in the industry, but in yourself and your position in it. Like, what's up? What? You don't think you're very good at this? No, no. I'm fantastic. Mm -hmm. I've made the best games anyone's ever played. They're fantastic. It's people who don't know what's good. Ah, yes. The classic fountainhead problem. <laughs> Everybody wants something that's... That's, I don't even know. They, some, they, I don't, you look at the games that are popular and they, 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 they're all oh, this. sound and fury signifying nothing. <laughs> they're games designed by an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I can sympathize with that. There's some wild crap. You never know what's going to make money. Often you have things where the people work really hard and they can be a wild success. But then also the bizarre ones that someone ripped in 30 seconds and somehow that can be even bigger. Exactly. The Flappy Birds of the world. The Flappy... Don't even get me started on Flappy Bird. Fundamentally flawed design principles, but it just looked nice and had pipes. You think if it didn't have those Super Mario pipes, people would have played that game? No! And we are aware of that because we played the game that came before it. It's just called Plane or something. Yes. Yes. Helicopter or whatever it was. Yeah. as a Flash game. Now that was in, in innovative. Then they flappy-birded it. Do you ever play uh, Angry... It's always birds stealing it everybody. Really is, isn't Angry it? Birds was just a rip-off of Crush the Castle. Oh. All right, sorry. And let's be honest, who knows what those games were rip-offs of before that. Exactly. Could have been would... anything. See, there's no... no To rip off an idea, just someone with no creativity and no talent. It's something that it, nobody should be doing. I would never. I design original work. So Emily can can tell you a little bit about the the industry and absolutely has a little bit of a an axe to grind. Yeah, and I'm wondering how much of that I even really need to cover. I understand I've already covered some of the various axes there are to grind, and she was the one who created this jankier version of Shattered Worlds. So there's every chance that Dave was nicking things from her. I get all of that. Don't know if there's too much more that I can get out of her except perhaps on the industry side maybe she's got something on this um luke mysterious meeting and that sort of thing mm. probably worth discussing beyond that i think it's just going to be standard crime questions rather than actually asking her anything about the industry that's just a thing to say to tell someone to get in the exactly, get your foot in the door <laughs> which took some time yeah yeah get your foot out of the door for a little mm. while 
All right. So, you know, I'm even going to start with that. I'm going to go with, all right, so just the usual formalities that I've got to ask everyone about, you know, times, dates, names. I've got your name already, right? I've already written that one down. Yes, We're okay. Emily Shade. Yes, thank you. Middle name? Gemily. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. J or G? J. Oh, for yeah. Jesus. Yeah. My father was a minister. <laughs> Every morning my father would say to me, Jesus, Emily, referring to me by my middle name. Wait, wait. Gemily. <laughs> Short for Jesus, Emily. He was a minister. Right. Okay, so let's start working back. I knew he was a minister because he'd say, I swear to God. Mm. And only a minister would swear All so right. often to God. Too much small talk. It's getting sadder and sadder. <laughs> so... Let's go through a bit of the timing. So assuming today you've mostly been here. Yesterday, when did the death happen? Yesterday? Oh, maybe the day before yesterday. Okay. By this point. You said you slept at some point. I can't remember. I think it's probably the day before <laughs> great, yesterday. Great. Okay. Well, let's just start with yesterday. Blah, blah, blah. Don't actually care yeah, about what she it is. She gives it, you her, her day for yesterday. And it sounds normal? Yeah, it sounds normal. Great. For a game developer. I stayed in this house and I developed a lot of games all day. Lovely. All right, the day before that. I mean, it was a similar day. I I spent the morning here. You're an at-home game developer and you get up in the morning? What's the matter with you? My father was a minister. He always said you have to wake up early. And I do. I, look, I was at home working and then I, you know, I usually spend my evenings, you know, watching... Do you know anything about live streams? <laughs> Yes, I'm getting awfully familiar with them. Thank so you. So I watch a lot of those throughout the day. It helps you see the what people are doing, and, and, and I enjoy a lot of the people out there. There's some very good streamers. There are some duds, but there are some very good streamers. Uh, and then, well, uh, last night I, I, I went and got my beautiful haircut. Last night? The night? On the night in question that we are talking about now. So two nights ago, I suppose. I went and got my, my haircut. Oh, where do you get that done? It's nice. I get it done at Maria's Haircutting. Okay, assuming I Google that later, where's that? It's down the road. There's a place called oh. Maria's Haircutting. Oh. That gives me nothing. Uh, wow, uh, Maria stays open late, does she? Yes, especially for me. Okay, what time was this? Between 8.30 and 9.30 p.m. Okay. It's a long process. Yeah, fabulous. My hair is naturally blonde. Do you ever stream yourself? No, no, never. Really? Why? I'm not an entertaining person, they say. Yeah, but that's you, you never know. As I'm sure we can, we figured out in the game industry, sometimes weird things get popular, things you wouldn't quite expect. Yes. Maybe things that don't deserve it. Oh, well, you can say that again. Those little dumb butts. Those little flappy birds. Those flappy bird <laughs> dumb butts are out there. Look, I don't stream... Sometimes I, people will stream my games. Sometimes really lovely, talented people. I send them my games and they, and they tell me. They say to me, oh, Emily, I loved it. But my audience wasn't, wasn't caring. Mm. They didn't watch. And I say, Don't, you're meant to dictate what your audience likes, not the other way around. Yeah. You understand good games. Oh, come on. But, you know, she still didn't keep playing it. Oh, she? Yeah? Is this someone oh, in particular? Um. Yes, yes, someone in particular. Anyone I should know? I, I really need to learn more about this whole live stream thing. Look, look, most, look, I know. Mostly the I watch. The only one I know is Nicole Virgson. Well, 
well, actually, same person. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, she's wow, from, I didn't catch any of this. Well, she she knows a good game. She said my yeah. game was fantastic. Okay, but her audience didn't get it. Hmm. So look, at least I know that people who are smart know good games when they play them, even if they then go and play dumb games just for the money of it. Uh, you're talking about Shattered Worlds, I assume. Yes, I'm talking about Shattered Worlds. So what's wrong with it? I mean, it's... Look, I would say obviously has a good framework, but it's just so flashy and soul... I mean, what is that title? Shattered Worlds. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't tell you anything about what's going on in the game. <laughs> Any world could be shattered. It could be about geopolitics for all you know. Was it not? Oh my god. Exactly. I but misunderstood. If, now imagine you playing the same sort of a game, but it was called a gun fired by the soul is precious to me. You'd understand. You'd know what's going on. There are guns, there's firing, there's teamwork. That's the preciousness of friendship. You know, a real title that people understand. Shattered world. Stupid. All right, all right. So uh, let's uh, engage in the Randian we have to dumb things down for the masses occasionally and they can't understand your genius. I'm trying to decide whether this character is going to be pro or anti Anne Rand. I think I'll just let her ignore the question, but sure, go on. <laughs> A gun fired by John Galt is precious to me. <laughs> you are right. Everybody's just dumbing stuff down. They take something nice and they smooth it out for easy consumption. That's not how it should be. And then you go and you try and do something good. You try and utilize the resources of a studio that can see your talent. And then they stab you in the back. Oh, really? Um, I'm speaking in generalities, of, of course. I never got specifically stabbed in the back. No, no, no. But if you can tell me anything about your experience, like if you've dealt with negative people, then great. Those negative people probably attract more negative people around them and that will give me more leads. Oh, yes. Look... Negative people come in swarms and they and they come under the guise of good people. Like my father, the minister, said, the devil will come to you in the guise of an angel. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, who's this angel devil? Who are you talking about now? Oh, look, Luke Holloman. I don't know if you've met him. He's, look, he worked with Dave. I should have known that was enough of a red flag not to deal with someone like that. Mm. He took me out, tried to pitch an idea to me. A game idea? Well, he wanted me to pitch an idea to him, oh. I suppose. And, of course, the whole thing was just just a ruse. Oh, really? Oh, they what just wanted he... me out of the house. What? <laughs> Look, I, I shouldn't be going into that. I What I should say, um, you're, you're investigating a murder. Um, was it a murder? Was it a, a, a robbery or a murder or something? Was something taken? That's a very good question that we're still trying to work out because, you know, not much. There was a lot of money and things left around and none of that was taken. So mm. feels like it was just an angry, angry murder. Okay. And you're sure there was nothing that was taken from the scene? No, no, no. Look, that's not my job. My job is to look at stuff. I, I don't catalog these things. Some uh, Someone else's business. Okay. And you've asked around. No one saw anybody like... I have not asked ...fleeing around. the scene or anything like that? Just for a friend, just ask it. There were like eight people fleeing the scene. It's quite something. We're very slowly investigating all of them. Oh. She keeps talking to me. I'm just going to keep saying stuff. Okay, that's a lot of people fleeing this. Eight of them. What, you don't think eight people hated Dave enough? Oh, I'm sure everybody hated Dave. You should hear what they say to him at, at, at conventions. 
Oof, we really? all get together and laugh at, about him behind his back. <laughs> Has he ever invited you to one of his weird parties? No, and I wouldn't uh, say yes. He didn't used to have these parties, like back at gunpoint games or whatever. Oh. That's a new thing. You've done your research. Yes. Yes, we did work together yeah. at gunpoint. I suppose I'd, he didn't really have a place to have a... He didn't have much money when he was living at gun... Uh. When he was working at gunpoint. And living at gunpoint. He had to live in the office sometimes. He didn't have any money to pay for rent. I Look, we used to hang out a little bit then, I suppose. Not anymore. Were you ever designing the same sort of projects? Did you have to actually actively work together on things? Or was it more competitive? You each went your separate ways to come up with things and then the company would decide what to pick. No, no, we worked together. When we worked at gunpoint, everything was very much prescribed by the higher-ups. Anything else that you worked on on the side, well, as long as you didn't tell anybody. Oh, it's one of the situations where they would then own it. Yes, but as long as you never tell anybody that that's when you were working on it, you can get away with these things. Mm. I suppose that's what Dave says he did with Shattered Worlds. Says he did. Or did. Or did. The faraway resentment in her eye is not subtle. <laughs> Look, maybe you should be going. I have things to do by myself, I guess. If you could... I'd like to call an end to this, to this discussion. Makes sense. Well, goodbye. She stands up. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's interesting. I don't think I need to do any more investigating inside her place. I can do all my investigating from the doorstep. <laughs> right. You, she, you allow her to usher you out the door <laughs> to the step. I sit there looking just as sad as before, but this time I say, no, no, the car's coming around. It's not. I parked it somewhere, but Wonderful. Well, she says, time to think. All right, bye. And she closes her door. Great. I can still hear through the door, right? You can still hear through yeah, the door. Yeah, great. I want to know what she's going to live stream. <laughs> uh, you don't hear anything incredibly noteworthy from her. She scurries back inside. You try and listen in to see if she starts to say anything specific yeah, and incriminating, yeah. but nothing really. Didn't occur to me that much. Are you investigating all while you're outside the house? Anything you want to look at or for? There's nothing particular that I want to investigate about the house itself, although I suppose... It would behoove me to check out some of the things that she implied, which is, well, not even implied. She outright said it, didn't she? She went to this meeting with Luke Holloman a couple of weeks ago, and at that point, she thinks it was a ruse to have her out of her house, which feels like it's definitely going into the, ah, oh, so the reason Dave was okay with it is because he took it as an opportunity to go skulking around, stealing some things. I don't know if after two weeks there would still be any signs of that, but I guess I can do a quick circle of the perimeter to check out the windows. A very good thought. You go around and you check out the windows. Not a single one looks like it is currently, you know, damaged or pried Does open. Does she have a giant chimney? No, but you do see one of them is kind of the opposite. There's a window that looks... Very, very Shiny. new. Mm. Like the whole wooden, like it's one of those wooden windows that sort of the bottom slides up mm. and it looks like that whole piece of wood has been replaced. Mm. So you do find one strange window. I wonder if uh, the giant window at his place wasn't used for any practical purpose. It was just a break my window, will ya? <laughs> and you do notice that the room on the other side of that window looks like a home office. Hmm. Excellent. Good information and explains a lot about the weird, sudden about face that Luke's mystery client had. 
if she came home from the meeting feeling quite pleasant and then thought that he'd just been trying to set her up for robbery, yeah, she would send some angry emails and then probably not respond to any subsequent communication saying, uh, what just happened? That sounds about right. That all tracks. I wonder how much I can get out of this Maria person, if anything, because I gotta check this alibi. 8.30 to 9.30 is, uh, extremely convenient. Probably worth a wander down the street to check it out. Yeah, you wander down the street, you see Maria's hairdressing, mm. is that what I called it? Yep. Um, you walk in, the little bell goes da-ding-da-ding, and a woman says, Hello, it's Maria's hairdressing, I'm Maria, how are you? Do you need your hair done? Oh, it's gorgeous, but do you need it done? <laughs> Listen, I could take the, I could take it so short that you'd look like a boy, but you'd look like a cute boy. Please sit down in the chair. I'll start doing your hair. That's all I want to do. Just a quick book check. She write down all her appointments, even the after hours ones. She doesn't have as many written down. She doesn't have an appointment written down for that time. Uh-huh. And she says, oh, wh- why are you looking at my appointments? Did you have a specific question at all? I wanted to know about your clients from two evenings ago. See what sort of schedule you're running then. Oh, well, I stayed open late and I did the hair of Emily Shade. Mm-hmm. She lives just down the street and I did her hair at 8.30 p.m. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. You, is she a regular? You know her well? Oh, yes. You see, my father was friends with the minister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. I love this town. Yeah, she's an old friend and I do her hair all the time and I was doing it two nights ago at 8.30 p.m., all the way through to 9.30 p.m. is when I was doing Emily Shade's hair. Ironclad. All right, thank you for your time. Okay, bye. And you leave. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm done with that. that. Right. All perfect. Hard to argue. There is one other question that I would like to ask. This might be coming out of nowhere, but I need it to satisfy my curiosity. And I want to call Nicole for this one. Oh, okay, cool. All the way back. Bring, 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 bring. Yeah. Hey, Nicole, can I just ask you some technical questions? Okay, yeah. About the whole VR thing? Yeah, I can give you whatever you need. Shattered Worlds, first of all, is it just VR? Yes, it's all VR. You can only play it that way. You can only play it VR. What, how do you control it? Uh, well, you have the headset on. Yeah, yeah. So you are looking around. Yeah. The fact that the headset moves around is mm. how it tracks your body. And then you have your, your hands on the two little controllers. Holding two little controllers. There's no alternative to that or anything. I don't think so. I know sometimes you can rig them up so they check your hands, but usually you would just have the controllers in your hands and you'd move with it and you'd use them to to fire the guns. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I was just wondering because, you know, there are some games where there are different controller setups and that can often make you annoyingly better or worse at the game, just depending on what the controls are like. Yes, yeah, that's true. One thing that is interesting about the way Shattered Worlds works is really... Other than moving your head around and the fire button, I don't think I use any of the other buttons. Even the, the, the control sticks, like, I don't know if you play games, but I can look around by moving my actual head. And because our movements all link to mm. each other, I don't get left behind. I don't need to use the, any, like, movement on a control stick to teleport myself because when the group moves, I'll move with them. Yeah, yeah. So as long as my head's moving and my button is clicking, I could pretty much get through with just that. That's very It's fair. a very elegant system. Something different. We have too many buttons. <laughs> Never played a gunfight by the soul is precious to me. Too many buttons. Yeah, I get that. All right, thanks. That's all I wanted to know at this point. All right. Um, goodbye. Cool. Boop, boop.
That's just the one thing that... <laughs> the sound of a phone. Yep. <laughs> just the one thing that's been sitting in the back of my mind from the whole thing was this idea that during this particular stream, Josh off camera playing a little bit surprisingly bad. And there were three possible options. One is, yeah, off night. Yep, bad that night. Happens. Two is it wasn't him. Sure. Three, which I wanted to rule out in some way or confirm, is there are some games where you can play on different consoles and what if he'd been like on the move mm. while playing through one? Feels like we've ruled that out. That's not a thing. Yes, VR but he'd be on the move and playing. Yeah, for instance, like what if he'd swapped to playing it on mobile or something and he was just trying to walk around pressing buttons on a phone? That would make you a lot worse at a shooter, I would assume. A fair thought. So I suppose it's okay to rule that out. But the anyone else could have been doing it. Going back to the stream, I thought I recalled that when they gave him some light ribbing for playing badly, we heard him respond. Yes, you did hear him respond. Mm. But there is something slightly odd if you go back to the stream. Mm -hmm. Or more specifically, if you go back to old streams. Ah. Josh never has a camera. Yep. He does, however, have a microphone, obviously. You can hear him talking on the, on the video call. Yeah. You do note the call seems to be separate from in-game audio. They're on a Discord call sure. the entire time. Yeah, that makes sense. And you also notice that in most streams, he has okay mic quality. Not brilliant, but fine. Like he has a cheap, maybe he's got a, a secondhand snowball Yeti that's not quite set up right. Mm -hmm. You notice on the stream of the day, he does sound a little worse. Mm. It sounds a bit tinnier. He was using Zoom instead of Discord. <laughs> well, he's definitely on Discord, but he's obviously using a different microphone than he usually would use on a stream. So that's really odd because that still doesn't feel... That feels like it's sort of partway between my two options, where that does make it feel like it is him. It would be weird for you to be able to mimic his voice, that said, when weird tech things are involved. Who knows? Uh, and... Like, partly between that and, yeah, he was doing this. He just was physically somewhere else that he isn't usually. So that is a little bit weird. But oh, I've got to do my, do, my yep. do my due diligence on this. Through this current stream, the most recent one, do you have any particularly notable things? Anything that stands out more than just, uh, uh, yeah, hi. Uh, yeah. All right. Do you say anything a bit more notable? You go... You try and really hammer down on this stream... Just a single phrase. ...on what's going on with with Josh. I'm not quite exactly sure what you're looking for with that idea, but... Ah, what I am looking for with that idea is the idea that if he said something notable in any way, that if I watch previous streams, I might be able to hear him say the same thing. No. I okay. mean, there are maybe a few of those just because he's a person who mm. talks. And that's why I said particularly notable things. But nothing particularly notable... There is one moment, however, that you notice... Well, there's, there's two little things that you notice. One is that as, as the stream ends, Verge mentioned that Josh wasn't really talking much. He seemed like he was in shock. And you notice that he actually doesn't talk at all on the video call from about 8.50-ish. Really? About a few... Maybe a few seconds before the, the, the trip happens. Oh, well, that's my bad, it looks because like I was totally on the assumption that he had kept talking throughout. Oh, he seems like he was on mute around then. Oh, okay. You also notice a strange sound at one point. Ooh. A few minutes before that. And you 
take the sound and, and it's something in the back that you notice and you call your boffins and you say, isolate, enhance. <laughs> you try and get a feeling of what that sound is. And it's sort of a... Mm, weird car doppler. It does. When you put it that way, it does. It sounds a little bit like when a, when a car or a truck goes past you quite close. All right. So I'm now into my very... <laughs> so it's still feeling very much like I wasn't necessarily <laughs> on the wrong track. Mm. Well, I will tell the this other thing a curious you one. Mm? That was what you Wait, noticed about his sound. how much does he shoot from 850 you notice, onwards? You try and look at his firing, how he shoots the gun and how he moves. Mm. And as much as he tries to talk through what's going on and, and, and talk about, like, oh, I'm just playing badly, he really is playing badly. In terms of his movement, he's going in one direction. Suddenly he stops and he'll turn on the spot and start going in another direction. And then he'll stop and he'll back up a little bit and turn on the spot and go in another direction. It's kind of weird. And you also see that he's firing at a fairly regular pace. The button is, he'll fire, instead of shooting, then stopping for a while, and dun, and then stopping, and then da 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 You see, he sort of goes, dun, 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 in a fairly regular pattern of firing. Okay. So what I'm getting from this is at about eight fifty, he hurriedly left his place in a car that zoomed off. But to keep his character going, he um put the headset on a Roomba and then gave the controller to a sippy bird. That's the image I've got so far. And because I refuse to visit his place, you'll never to see this weird see freak. What he, what sort of setup and appliances he's got. That's the image I'm sticking with right now. I'm going to write that down. A Roomba plus bird. And quite frankly, I think we're getting towards case closed with that one. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> All right. We're in a good way, but let's hammer this home. I have two questions left that I still need to know about this mystery ghost Josh figure. Sure. And I, you know, let's call Nicole again. Sorry, sorry to bother you in the middle of the day. Sorry, no, okay, not sorry at all. I just um, woke up. Oh, sorry, I forgot how these things work. But I called you like 10 minutes ago. Sorry. I was asleep Sorry. Then. Okay, I got two questions. You mentioned before that Josh and Dave weren't crazy about each other. I think you mentioned like maybe some jealousy was going on there, just like financial jealousy, whatever. Like, I need to know a little bit more about this. Got to know the relationships. I'm friends with Dave. Dave's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no time for diplomacy. Come on. They really didn't like each other. Why did you pick Josh, string together? They were my friends. Okay, okay. But look, they, they, they didn't hate each other. It's just, you know, we would talk before the stream started and just talking about life and things like that. And, you know, it's, they're, they're from now, they're from two completely different worlds. Like they live in two different shattered worlds. <laughs> you know, Josh struggles a lot. Looks after his father's business now that he's sort of in charge of that. And, you know, when Dave would talk about the money he had, uh, when Dave would talk about the investments he's made, when he talked about, you know, like Dave used to talk about he got very lucky with crypto early on. He had, you know, he'd talk about, you know, having 
millions of dollars of Bitcoin sitting on a hard drive at his desk. Mm. He'd, you know, and every time he would mention these things, to him it was a fun little idea, the idea that, like, right there in front of him, oh, there's millions of dollars. But for someone like Josh, that's hard to hear. Sure. You know, when he's sitting there kind of struggling with the mortgage on it. Look, I give him gifts. I like to send him nice sort of gadgets and gizmos and mm. things like that. It's, it's something fun to do. And I, and I you know, I, I, I convinced Dave to try and get some, throw some work his way at one point, you know, try and support him a little bit. But, you know, Josh is, he's one of those hard people to please. He's bothered when people have the money, but he also doesn't like taking charity from people. So it just became a bit of resentment. I don't know. They, they so played did they fine. did they work together at some point? Did that actually end up happening? I think so. Yeah, I think he hired him to cater something at some point. Or oh, right, through the catering. Yeah, as a, again, on that side of things. I could have said, give, just give him a job and give him money. Dave probably would have done that. He's a nice guy, but Josh wouldn't like that kind of charity. Yeah. What, what was Josh doing before the catering thing? Catering. Oh, it's all he's ever done. He worked for his father. Now he taken over the company. Oh, so the like playing games is just a hobby that's never gone any further for him. Just a hobby. He's he's never done any of the designing stuff himself or anything. No, he doesn't have much interest in making a game or designing a game. He doesn't even know any game designers other than Dave. <laughs> All right, fine. That's question two, I guess. I think that covers both of them because the other one that I was going to go for was, does he know Emily at all? Not, I, I don't know why Nicole would definitely know that, but yeah, okay. Nicole, do you know Emily Shade? Well, I mean, via Yeah, yeah, email, that, ga- uh, that game, game we talked her, about. Um, she was, I mean, look, she's been emailing me at some point recently as well, trying to get me to play another one, That, but I, I, I don't know if I'm going to be playing any more games for a little while, having a lot of grief streams coming up. <laughs> um, I, so she, she sends me things occasionally to play. There was gun fired by a soul that's precious to me. I haven't played a new one yet. Maybe I would have got Josh to play that with me. And they, maybe they could have met that way. But if it's anything like the last time, I don't think the stream would go very well. I don't know how to let her down gently. People don't like watching I love the games. People don't like watching them. Oh, so she is doing a new game? Uh, what's this one called? Oh, I mean, you heard the other you, title. You probably need to hold on, find it written down somewhere. Yeah, right? I've got it here. In the, uh, here it is. Vampire Communications Towards Full Unity. I see. That sounds like a game, all right. Not even an acronym. Vamp. Yeah, I know. Isn't that depressing? All right. Vampires, though, always good. Always good to hear. Funny how the zeitgeist works. I thought vampires died out 10, 15 years ago, and yet multiple vampire games coming back. Don't blame me. Blame the zeitgeist. Solve This Murder is created by Bill Sunderland and Danny Siller as part of the Consume This Media Network. To find out more about all of our shows, you can head to consumethismedia.com. A special thank you to Jared, Devon and Witt from the podcast Advanced Sagebrush and Shootouts for creating our theme music. And thanks to all of you for listening.